Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we will be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast to protect ourselves. All right, I'd like to start by giving a shout-out to all of our Patreon sponsors. We have a lot of them out there, and so I'd like to give them a shout-out. If you join our Patreon, your name can be read here, too. Big thank you to William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Texas Teacher Kristen, James Nally J., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Jin Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K., Jessica A., Swiffle Evo, Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. If you are interested, go to Patreon. You can sign up and connect it to your Spotify, and you get access to over a hundred bonus episodes that you can listen to exclusively on Spotify. It will be awesome. All right, a big shout out to our also our sponsor at Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Ludlam Dramatics. All right, folks, school is going. I'm just exhausted. It, it's been it's been a thing. My mental health's been in the shitter the last couple months, and I'm doing the best I can, and I'm getting better. Things are getting better, but it just takes a lot of energy, and man. I just don't feel like I got it all, but I'm getting there. I'm doing the best. I got friends who love me. I'm a special person. Things are good. All right, so I hope you're doing well. I hope you enjoy this episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. All right, my friends. Um, balls. Are we balls. Balls. Yeah, but I'm not going to put it up there. I got to edit it because I said my name in there too. Balls. 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 And welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by Evie Conahan. Remembered my name. Yep, that, that's a good sign <laughs> of a friendship guys. when you can remember someone's name. Love that for me. That's a good one. And then also with us today, we have Miss Bunny O'Hare. All right, so I'm so glad you guys are here. We're going to have a really fun podcast today. So we're going to start by talking about stuff that's, you know, not always that fun. So uh, I don't even know why I said that. So this one's from the Reddit. (laughs) It's posted by Capraith, and it's titled, Fuck It, I'm Not Using Movies in Class Anymore. I'd been working this one class pretty hard the past few days, so I thought I'd give them a little breather on a day when all the periods were shorter due to a pep rally. Told them we'd watch some scenes from a recent film adaptation of the book we've been studying, then just talk at the end about a few artistic choices the director made. Literally from the moment I hit play, about half of them went on their phone, and another quarter of them put their heads down not long after that. Some of them muttered jokes about what we were watching to each other. A few were making idiotic, homophobic remarks about one of the characters. Others were saying the female lead was too ugly for the role. I stopped the film after a few minutes and told them to cut the shit and treat this as business, not pleasure. And they spent the rest of the time we watched still on their phones, more discreetly, or joyously joylessly waiting for it to be over. At the end, I tried getting them to discuss it, but pretty much all the people were willing to say was, it sucked, or it was boring and confusing, and other stupidity like that. I just went from, okay, glad I did this, won't make that mistake with you guys again. Even in a class is not as full of assholes as this 
this one. I've noticed that kids don't respond nearly as well to film as they used to. I've literally had to groan or go, can we just read instead when I'll explain my work? Okay. I've literally had kids groan or go, can we just read instead when I explain we'll be working with a scene from a movie? Shit. When I was in high school, I remember us being stoked when the teacher wheeled out a TV. <laughs> That's almost never a thing anymore from what I've experienced. So you know what? Fuck movies. I'm done. Well... I got two couple of views on this. Number one, the kids are used to movies at this point. They're used to really quick. They're not us where we didn't have a screen to look at or it was a novelty to look at a screen at school. No, they can watch videos all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not as big of a reward as it was for us as most of the teachers. Even kids as young at like... This is really in the last decade or so since the advent of the iPhone in around 2012 or so, but... Kids are used to it. They're not going to be as excited. You need to find different ways. I, I mean, I hate to be that guy. You have to find different ways to reach the kids. But but I also understand the frustrations. Like, hey, guys, I was trying to do something easy, and you're just being dicks about it. I do get that. Bunny? I was basically kind of thinking the same thing. Like, they have screens in their hand at all times, so movies aren't special anymore. Movies aren't fun anymore. I still use them from time to time but it's I have found that I have to do something along with it like you know not maybe not a quiz but like something that they fill in as they go or you know reenact you know rewrite this scene in your own words or like there has to be something with it and not just the movie because they don't care about that anymore I kind of feel the days of just being able to put any video up or just farting a movie onto a screen up and the kids being entertained or quiet is gone. Um, And I don't really think it's a lot of the kids' fault, but, I mean, they can find stuff they're at least interested in a foot away from them. Why are they going to watch a four-hour thing that you just put up because it kind of ties into what we're doing and you can sit on your ass? I get wanting to do that, and I get I've done it many, many, many a time, so don't think I'm judging, but... I think literally the time for that is over. It's not going to work anymore. Yeah. Evie? So I had like, I, I kind of, I had a lot of, I had a, a lot of uh, experiences listening to this article. Um, I started off by going, well, that's a classroom management issue. Like I immediately was just like, oh, well, you clearly don't have, you haven't explained to your kids how to make these ties. Like this is an issue with your teaching, right? Yeah. I immediately was an asshole because that's who I am, folks. Um, but like right after that, I was like, okay, but then also, um, so I started thinking about like being on their phones and stuff. I actually have a, um, my campus this year, I'm in a high school is phone free. We're using the phone pouches. Have y'all heard about this? Mm-hmm. So they're literally like magnetic pouches and they lock and the kids carry them around with their phone and they're supposed to be off, whatever. And it's changed a lot about our school culture. Um, and it's been really interesting to see cause I was pretty anti that, you know, I'm always anti anything that like feels restrictive um punitive to the point of like it's like incarceration do you feel like the taking their phones away is punitive to the point of incarceration yes because i feel like it, it puts everybody on the same playing field and that's just not reality so like my initial issue was like i don't particularly want them there because i think you know the concept of control in that way is really it's uncomfortable for me but also it was like okay on like for like a logical standpoint what about kids who have kids what about kids who are the only caretakers of sick family members like what about the kids who have jobs or 
are, you know, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of gray area, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what about kids who need headphones because of some sort of thing in their, their IEPs or whatever? So I just had a lot of feelings about it to begin with, but no, I mean, it's actually been really good. So I was thinking about it from that standpoint, like with our kids did not have their phones, what would that look like? And I started thinking about what the other things they said, like making comments, like homophobic comments or like saying someone was ugly or whatever. Yeah. But I also feel like in that moment, I thought, okay, but that's a teachable moment, mm-hmm. right? Like for me, if my classroom, which is my community and the thing that I build and the thing that the kids help me build so that we have a space to learn safely, if we have a community built, like that, first of all, that shit's not going to fly. But second of all, if it does happen, we're all going to be there to call us in, right? Like, it's going to be like, this isn't what we agreed upon in our community. Why are we speaking this way? And that may sound silly to a lot of people because that does take a lot of work on the front end and not everybody wants to do that. But, you know, I've had things like that happen. Like, I had people using the F slur when I was still in the classroom, like Mm. kids using the F slur, and we had to stop and as a community have a conversation about why we don't do that. And, you know, that was was seven years ago. But even, you know, just talking to the kids has a whole, whole lot more effect than just saying, hey, cut it out. Hey, stop it. I get it, though. I have been the tired, broken down teacher, especially after dealing with a class asshole. Like, you know what? Watch this video. They're being assholes. Yeah, screw it. I'm just going to. No, I totally feel that. But I also know that's a rut you can sometimes, not all the time, because I know there are a lot of teachers in difficult situations out there. And you survive how you're going to survive. But I I feel, I don't know. I feel there are better ways to address it. But there is a point where... You do have to kind of throw your hands up and like, yeah, these kids are. I like the idea of phone free though. I'm still thinking about it's that because I've gone to some concerts where they did that, where they put I our bands, that. and I went to a couple comedy shows. And because they're testing out their material, they don't want it leaking out before oh, it's good. finished, yeah. and so they lock all phones that in the bag like before you. Place for it. Yeah. No, and I saw. Um, ah, I forget the guy. Anyway, but I've seen a couple shows. Uh, they've done it, and it's been really good. And they had special areas where they could go and just quickly unlock your phone if you needed to check for a text mm-hmm. or if you needed to uh, do whatever. And so you weren't, like, gone. And because it was in that bag, you got to keep your phone on you. So you didn't have yeah, to worry about locking it up or stowing yeah. it away or someone taking your phone. You were just, just as responsible for it when it's in your pocket. And when you leave the show, they... Check your bag because you're going to want your phone back. And mm. I loved it. It was kind of cool. I kind of like the idea of that. But I don't want my phone taken away because so <laughs> I left my phone. We were worried at first that they were going to make the faculty do it as well. And I, you know, I mean, you know me. You tell me I have to do anything. And I'm going to be like, well, I'm not doing that, whether yeah. it's a good idea or not. But um, I... I definitely was like, I have a child. Like, I'm a single mother. There's no way. You are you, out of my cold, dead hands. Mm-hmm. I'll go work at McDonald's. I have no interest. So I, but then of course it was like, oh, that was a rumor and it was a whole thing. Cause you know, being a high school teacher is just like being in high school. Mm-hmm. I feel like it wouldn't go all the way to the top though. I'm like, okay, teachers have to do that. And the teachers say, okay, well, admin, admin can you put your, it, right. if teachers are doing it, admin, but well, we need to be in contact. Yeah, so do we. So do we. How do we get a hold of you if there's an emergency? Mm-hmm. They did suggest that we keep our phones out of sight as often as possible. Oh, yeah. They actually have been doing it, and and admin's been good about it, but then also it's made it hard for them, like, to get a hold of them. Yeah. I think that's valid, though. I think we should try to keep our phones out of sight anyway. I know some... I've gotten more blatant about over the years, but there's sometimes before where I would wait, like, 30 minutes to go send a text, where now I'll go look down and hold my phone, type, hold on one second, Mm -hmm. send a text and get back in. I'm bad about that. Can you top me off too, please? Yeah, I got you. All right. My campus is 
phones are often away for the often away for the day. Like they are not supposed to have them out at any time except they're allowed to have them out at lunch. So that's what we had last year. Yeah. And it's I I still regularly bust kids on their phones, but it has cut way down on it since that is a campus wide expectation of like no, no, we're, like, you know the rule, put it away. And, I mean, there's still some pushback from the kids about, well, how come you get to have your phone? Oh, yeah, all year. And my my usual response is I also get to drive and vote. Yeah. <laughs> there's a whole lot of That's things I'm, I, too, yeah. Well done. All right. Hey, guys, guess what? What? We have a Patreon. Oh, my God. Uh, that's my new favorite thing right now is the as foretold because I forget who shared it with me. It's like instead of saying as fuck and reading it like when someone's like, yeah, this is dope AF. And so it's just in your head it's as foretold now. And so someone's like, as foretold. Yeah, like Elvis, you sexy AF tonight. I'm like, as foretold. And it's like, damn, grandpa dead as fuck. As foretold. It just makes everything sound very like epic and formal and. I don't know. I love it. And so once that, I only heard that like a week ago, and now that's all, it's like, as foretold. Yeah, there was a big billboard driving now. It was like, we got tacos AF. And I was like, as foretold. Every time in my head. But we have a Patreon, and you can sign up for it too for as little as $5 a month. That's right. You get access to over 100 pieces of exclusive audio content that are only available on the Patreon. Lots of funny stuff. Lots of records and archives. I mean, we've been doing this for three years, and there's a lot of really good stuff in there. And if you get it, sign up for our Patreon, you can listen to it through Spotify. And so it's really cool now. It's an easy way to access it. And you get your name right at the beginning of the podcast, and like you get our special Facebook group. It's dope. you love it. Sign up and do it now! Alright, let's see. What do we got now? Our two would-you-rathers. Oh, that's three. I know. All right. <laughs> God, that's not good. Oh, God. oh, these are actually in consequent con, con, consecutive. No, consecutive. Wow. The drugs work, yo. Consecutive. Consecutive. <laughs> there it is, folks. Yeah, she's on a trampoline with Sunday or Sunflower. She's happy out there. No one asked. Did anyone ask that? No, it was me. Oh, <laughs> in my head. So I someone still, outside of your head went, "Where's Micah?" Yeah, and I was like, "Oh no, she's over there." No, I knew it was in my head. <laughs> anyway, would you rather have plastic surgeons in training use you to practice operations? Oh, for Christ's sake. Or <laughs> have Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, rap to you every night until you fall asleep. Every night. <laughs> okay. I feel like I can't do the plastic surgery. How long would it take me to get used to, like... Mr. Elvis, it's Betty by time. All right, Mr. Worldwide. Oh my God. And you know what? If you can't fall asleep, he's not stopping. <laughs> like, this could be like, what is one of those nights like you lay down to go to bed and you're just like kind of tossing and turning for two and a half hours? Oh, no. And it's Mr. Worldwide the whole time just kind of bouncing at your bedside? <laughs> I, I'm, I hadn't thought about this thoroughly. I'm a little excited about it. Uh, here's the thing I need to ask. Here's, this, is, this is my problem with Would You Rather. Um, I, have, I have questions. I have additional questions. Bring them. Clarifying questions. I, I will, as the judge. How many plastic surgeons in training? Is how many there, procedures? Right. How many procedures? Do I get to choose the procedures? 
how long have they been in training or will it be a varying degree it's very or levels of training i know people who have certificates that don't need to have certificates i know people I mean, that uh have certificates podcast. and should have like five more so yeah um have y'all heard that dr death oh yeah no that's that's disturbing Listeners, Dr. Death is so sick, and it happened in the town that I live in, and it's wild. Mm. Oh, now everyone knows where I live. It's okay. They, I, they know we're Texas oh area. Oh, my God. They're going to find you, Evie Cunahan. Carnahan. Cunnilingus. <laughs> That's sexist. It is. No, it's not. It's not. not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Wait, you're homophobic. No, it's not. Uh-huh, because you just called me a lesbian. It's no, I didn't. You might as well have called me a carpet muncher, which is the <laughs> grossest thing ever, by the way. I don't okay. know. Some carpet. Never mind. So, you don't so like that new carpet, carpet smell? Some carpet smells delicious. What? <laughs> what the fuck hey, are you talking about? Evie, plastic wait, wait. search. Read so them. If it, were, if, it were, if it were like five procedures, <laughs> I can think of five procedures I wouldn't mind trying out that are reversible had I a mix-up. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis and I have been drinking, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And poor Bunny is completely sober and we're the worst. I've got However, more chocolate, Bunny. So that would be my solid answer. But if I took these at face value, I listen, Pitbull, that sounds like my worst nightmare. But also, <laughs> it's Halloween and I have been watching a lot of horror movies and I always rewatch all the scary X-Files episodes every Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one that has always scared me the most is the plastic surgery one. Yeah. And I, if you haven't seen that one, guys, just Google it. It's very, it's horrible. I don't know how that one, it, it's, 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 it's horrible. It's horrible. So anyway, so yeah, um, maybe Pitbull, but also that sounds like a nightmare. So can I just say, I don't want to play? No, I don't no. want to play anymore. <laughs> I'm taking my toys and going home. Yeah. I feel like I'm at some point. I have dread about answering this question. I feel like at some point I would just be able to tune Pitbull out. And maybe it's the thing that like it becomes like part of your routine, like almost Pavlovian, like you hear Pitbull and all of a sudden you're asleep. Because it here's the thing. You out. I, I've had... Situation right. Sometimes you've had that song or that TV show that was always on the background when ah, fun stuff was going on and all of a sudden you hear it later and you're like... Hey, hey, yeah, hey. that's fair. And so I wonder if I could have the same Pavlovian response to Pitbull where after like a couple months he comes on I'm just like, oh, can I, can I, buddy? I'd be interested to see psychologically how that would play out. Like... With something like that, that's so polarizing. <laughs> like, I think I'll take that over. The, I, that's my hope and dream. So I'm gonna skip the plastic surgeries because I. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. I'm not doing. I'm going make, Can we make a podcast about it if that ever really happens? Of course. Because my I days with Pitbull. Yeah, my my nights with Pitbull. My nights with Pitbull. Yeah, my evening evenings with Pitbull. Surgery days and Pitbull nights. <laughs> <laughs> Bunny, what about you? What are you gonna do? Um, sorry, <laughs> we're so stupid. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I went back and forth as y'all were talking about it. Like I had awesome. one choice in my head, and then it. <laughs> That's my going last rules. Um, I think I would uh, take my chances with the surgery. Like, yeah, you know, let somebody try a little liposuction. Let somebody try That's a little what I'm like, like you know, get a little filler here or there or something. Like. Have someone come and tune it up every now and then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. Something needs to be tweaked, lifted. It's you sneezed wrong, it pops out. I mean, Wait, that's not how that works. <laughs> what, like a stitch? Like when flubber comes or whatever. Like flubber. You, uh, was that the never mind. 
Bunny, I'm sorry. We- <laughs> Talking about, dude. <laughs> you talk about the Robin Williams movie Flubber from the 1990s? I was, but I wasn't thinking. I was thinking of Nutty Professor where he has his potion and all of a sudden he starts going oh, back to being a person of size, like his lips will pop out or his arm. Man, that was a that was a journey. Yeah. I'm glad you were with it. I'm glad you <laughs> caught on though. Well, but you just went from zero to a hundred. Yeah, it'd be Real like that sometimes. Quick. Anyway, Bunny. So surgery fillers? I, I think I would I will take my chances with the plastic surgery thing. I don't think I'm willing to roll the dice on Pitbull becoming white noise. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the rest of my life is I hope going to be a long time, and I don't want to have to me- medicate with Benadryl every single night. Oh my gosh! So, oh, I just touched the mic. I hope it didn't. I've done it um, like ten times. Yeah. So okay. Okay. Yours is going to sound. It'll be a like, learning oh, experience. Is doing the same thing now. It's just me. Okay. All right. Well, folks, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I hope you enjoyed this journey. I'm looking forward to the next episode we record in just a little bit. So we're going to see. Water. (laughs) Double down. Double down. All right, folks. uh, I'd like to thank my host here with me today, Miss (laughs) Ernie Burnham. Evie Carnahan. Yeah. Evie Carnahan, thank you for thank being you here. Thank you for having me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and Miss Bunny O'Hare, thank you for joining us. It was a pleasure as always. All right, folks, everyone take care of yourselves. Remember, mental health and therapy and counseling is all usually covered by your, you know, district insurance. So use it. Don't get stuck in our rut. Take care of yourself and your mental health. It's important to us that you are, you know, surviving. Anyway, uh, that's all we got. Everyone, deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers! Woo! Clink, clink. If it's backwards, it'd be slow. <laughs> Alright, folks. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I thank my host, Evie Carnahan and Bunny O'Hare for joining me for this afternoon of amazing silliness. And, um, yeah, it's, oh my god, it's the week before Halloween, my brain is tired. I am tired. I've been going through all the ups and lows and therapies and all kinds of crazy stuff, and so I'm a little bit of a mess, but I still love all y'all, and I'm still doing this. I don't know if I'm doing it more for me or for y'all at this point, but you guys are listening, so I appreciate that. If you get a chance, check out our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics, and help support them, and also think about becoming a Patreon sponsor for the podcast. All right, friends, take care of yourselves, and thanks for sticking around. Cheers. Cheers.